Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Welcome to the Women in Tech Weekly Remix episode. Three, two, one. My name is Spree Devora, host of the Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. JJ Ramberg, I'm co-founder of Good Pods, the podcast player where you can follow friends and influencers and groups to see what they're listening to. I'm based in Los Angeles. There were a couple things. On the listener side, I'm a big podcast listener, but I always found myself going back to the same old podcast because I was simply overwhelmed by the choice. And I just felt like, why isn't there a place where I can see what my friends are listening to, right? Like I'm always getting suggestions from them at dinner parties or or on text, whatever. But when it's time for me to hop in my car or go for a run, I can't remember what they told me. So why isn't there a place just like you can do with books, etc., where I can just see what my friends are listening to and press play. So that was the listener side, which was very simple. But on the creator side, so I I used to be an anchor um, with NBC News and I had a podcast and it did well, which, you know, I always laugh because I want to say that it's because my content was just amazing. But, but, you know, I, I would be naive to think that it wasn't also because I had this big company behind me. And so I always just felt like, here we go again where it's going to be the same voices that get heard because they're the ones with the big marketing dollars. And there are all these other amazing voices out there. And what can we do to help these creators? And so that's why we had this idea of it's really word of mouth and word of mouth is free in this case. And so let's create something where when I listen to some under the radar podcast, I don't have to remember to go tell you, you'll see that I listen to it on my feed. And so what's neat about it and makes us so happy because this was part of our hypothesis when we launched it is that we see all of these under the radar podcasts going viral because one friend listens and then uh, someone else sees it on their feed and then they listen and someone sees it on their feed, et cetera, et cetera. I'd love to hear uh, a little bit about the success stories both uh, podcasters have had in growing their show through being exposed on Good Pods, being discovered on Good Pods, and also from a listener discovering. I know the discovery process for me is sometimes daunting. Like I, I'm like, I... It's like we have all these different, you know, TV and radio and podcast content channels, but sometimes it still feels like there's nothing to watch or listen to, which is unbelievable. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? It's the tyranny of choice, right? There's just too much coming at you. And also what we found is algorithms are good, but nothing beats seeing somebody you respect or a friend or someone who you care about with, right? Nothing beats that recommendation from somebody. And so, I mean, 
I'll just give you, I'm like, I am the listener success story, <laughs> right? And so, so, so my husband wakes up before I do and often listens to podcasts or something or he'll listen to one before bed. And so that's just one, like I'm always going on and seeing what he listened to and then listening to that after because it's all generally pretty interesting. But, but like my use case is really like I'm about to go for a run and then I just go through my feed and what's neat is because I follow people with all kinds of interests is on there, like I'm looking at it right now. So there's one thing about politics. Somebody here has a true crime one. This next person has something about good eating for New Year's resolutions. So, you know, someone has like a quick science thing. I've got lots of Web3 stuff on here from friends too. But but so it's like, it's really quick for me to say, what mood am I in? And I know this is going to be a pretty good episode because I know that Scott listened to it, you know? Hey, it's Jane Portman, co-founder of Usalist and host of UI Breakfast podcast. At Usalist, we help SaaS founders send better email. I'm based in Voronezh, Russia. Can I do a few? Yes, please. <laughs> okay, uh, like uh, Anti-Fragile by Nassim Taleb. It's great. Start with Why by Simon Sinek. Probably these are on the top of my mind. And if it, like action-oriented, The Mom Test by Rob Fitzpatrick is absolutely amazing. The Mom Test. I love that. Yeah. Can you tell us a little, uh, just really quickly a little bit about each book? Anti-Fragile talks about... Um, big swan events, black swan events that happen all the time that we can't predict. So it's about making yourself and your business and your like perception less uh, less risk prone. And he talks, um, what my takeaway from it was the barbell strategy when you protect your bases really well and then you put very high, uh, high bets on, on the risky side of it. And that kind of reflects what I've been doing. And if you look at, my journey, there's been so many failures. Everything is a mini failure, but you learn by doing and um, you make those entrepreneurial risks all the time. But the bases are always protected. You have, you know, have your savings, you have your consulting to fall back to and you can experiment safely. That's one. Um, and Start With Why is more like an inspirational book that um, in spite of, you know, you're doing business for the money, but you should still have big why of why you're helping your customers and what is your big mission and he has great examples in there about businesses that had a why and businesses that didn't and those that who did have a why really flourished or maybe it's a survivor survivor basis uh um bias i don't know but still <laughs> the last three questions something i've actually been really excited to to ask you how has being a mom improved like your performance as a businesswoman? Well, running a family with three kids is a bit of an enterprise in itself. <laughs> and without the help of other people, I would not be sitting here at 10 p.m. Um, recording a podcast uh, with you because somebody is putting kids to sleep. So there is always support from parents and uh, nannies and other people. So delegations, definitely there. Um peace of mind and the ability to somehow chill when the situation is not chill. But yeah, there is still overwhelm, both in business and in the family and you can't do anything. But if you have so many things that can go 
in a surprising direction all the time, so many risks and things out there. It kind of makes you more uh, mature and less emotional about other things. So you can have a more sensible approach to life and just uh, try and abstract from that, if that makes sense. <laughs> Hi, this is Mia Kogan-Spivak, senior in high school that hopes to study neuroscience and hopefully become a doctor, maybe a pediatrician just outside of Boston. Right. Especially, you know, if you build a company, it, it's your whole life <laughs> for a period of time. So it can be really, it can be really hard. And not that I totally understand that, but I get it. I like that you're working on it. And I, I've been working on it a lot too, because it, it can be so, so harmful to identify yourself with your actions. 100%. 100%. What is a book, professional or personal, that you recommend we read? Oh my goodness. Here we go. I am obsessed with Isabel Allende and Gabriel Garcia Marquez. And Natalie Kogan would just start crying of happiness if she heard me say this right now, because those are like her favorite authors. I love them so much. I think they, they, they're, so they're magical realism authors and they just write so beautifully. So I would really recommend The House of Spirits by Isabel Allende. What is it about? It follows the story of this one family. It's really like cool, like written in a really cool way because you go through generations of the family without realizing it. So you start with like what ends up being the grandma and then her daughter is born and then eventually you're following her daughter and then the daughter's daughter. And so it's it's, it's written in a really cool way, um, but it's just sort of generally I would just kind of say it's a story about life and this family and obviously magical realism. So it's got these sort of fun little tidbits of things that aren't really realistic, but in the story it fits and it works and it's, it's just, it's cool and it's interesting. And she writes so beautifully, I think. That's awesome. And how about one of my fave questions to ask is a favorite website or mobile app that's your go-to? Oh, do you play Wordle? Oh my gosh, let's talk about Wordle. <laughs> oh, I don't, I love but Wordle. I do. I just played Wordle for the first time. I'm like, wait, I could only do one. I want to do another. Search up Wordle archives. Go to Wordle archives. There's some the for whatever first link comes up. Some guy compiled all all the like, Wordles from the very first Wordle to the most recent one, and I've just been going through from the first one. And just, I keep going. It's because there's like 220 of them. So I'm on like the 30th one right now. So go, go and look up Wordle archives and go to this site and you can just go through all of them. And I, it's so fun. If you're one of the few people that hasn't somehow heard of it, because everyone's talking about it for some reason, um, Wordle is basically this, this guy, actually, I think he's an engineer, designed it for his wife. So she could like play a little fun game with words. I, I don't know the whole backstory. My dad knows he's obsessed with Wordle too. But um, he designed this game where you essentially have, it's it's a five, you're trying to guess a word, guess a five letter word, and you have six tries. And so, you know, you like as your first word, I always put smart, for example, and it'll, I'll put in that word and I click enter and the letters will be colored based on their placement or not placement in the word. So if it's gray, it means it's not in the word. If it's yellow, it is, but in the wrong place. And if it's green, I have it in the right place. And so then from there, you can like keep guessing and 
you know, usually eventually you can figure it out based on your guesses and where it tells you the letters are or are not. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.